Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacetis, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you are taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. I am so excited for you to be joining me today. Today on the podcast, I have Harper Lushko with me. And she is an incredible engineer and CrossFit athlete. And one of the things that I love about her story is her determination, her persistence, and just the way that she um, works everything out. And like, she first of all gives all credit to the Lord, which I think is the coolest thing. And also this is probably one of the most hardworking and persistent people I've ever met. So Harper's been playing soccer her entire life. She moved from Ohio to Texas to actually go to UTSA um, and play soccer for them. She played soccer for four and a half years. And during that time, she had three different knee surgeries, which she was able to come back from and has a truly incredible story about her knee surgeries. Uh, Like I said, she now does CrossFit literally every single day for like three hours a day. Um, And she, after college, she had moved from Texas to Florida for an engineering job. So she moved to Florida to work for the company Arthrex. And she is able to be an engineer during the day. And then like after work at night, she is a CrossFit. Um, She meal preps everything, like literally just so organized and all of that. And so I'm super excited to be able to share her story about what she's been able to do. And yeah, welcome Harper. <laughs> Thanks. It's nice to hear a little summary of my life in the right? past like six years. You like the highlights? Yeah, yeah that's good. That's, good. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we've talked about a couple different things that like you can go over and the different things that you have been able to do. But I think one of the things that stands out is like CrossFit and the way that you came from playing soccer your whole life to obviously being a CrossFit athlete and kind of that switch. So can you talk a little bit about like growing up and playing soccer and then like having your knee surgeries and then now moving into CrossFit? Yeah, so that that goes way back. But yeah, (laughs) I played like soccer pretty much my whole life and it wasn't something that like I like had a goal to like go far in. It was just like, I'm super competitive and (laughs) this was a sport where I could run people over and not get in trouble for it. So it was really fun. Um, But as I, like, continued to progress in high school and, like, kind of improve my own, like, ability to play soccer, I got an opportunity to go to San Antonio, and I was like, wait, I can get, like, paid to, like, get my college paid for while also, like, playing soccer? Like, yeah, I'll do that. So, um, yeah, moved down to San Antonio and once again didn't know anyone there on that move, and... Um, had the opportunity to play for a team. Um, it definitely didn't like start off as great as I wanted to. Um, my first like three years were pretty 
rough with like coaching staff and it was just like a lot of like not really a healthy environment where like a lot of people were like put down um and you didn't really want to succeed in and during that time I actually had my first ACL tear um and so having to like go through that whole process so it's like a very mental battle to like overcome like that kind of injury is like not something that is just physical it's also mental so it was a lot of building that strength up and then also trying to figure out the dynamics of college and the like team um and then as like I kind of like consider my career like two different halves it was like that first coaching staff and then like the second coaching staff was like really good and like kind of like rebuilt our culture and like of like a family atmosphere and like really like had like linking arms with your teammates and like encouraged failure because like that was how you could grow so that was really cool to kind of like learn and grow under that coach and during that time I had my second ACL tear which was a little different because it happened in a game and a girl like ran through my knee and it wasn't really like anything I could have done to change it once again it was like a super hard like mental battle just like figuring out like oh am I just so injury prone like does the like should I even be on the team still or like whether or not it was like I should even come back because the injury is pretty hard to like even come back to to like be a normal like fitness person let alone play like division one soccer so it was like is it worth all the sacrifice and for me there was like no question I was like yes it's worth it like as long as I like my coach wants me here like I'll you know sacrifice to do it so that was kind of through that injury and um, kind of like through the third injury, it was like another situation of like just trying to fight back. But like after college soccer, I'll fast forward because I know that's a long story. <laughs> um, but after college soccer, I was kind of like left where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything like physical, like at that level again, because my knees were pretty in, like in pretty bad shape. Um, I was like, I was like, I'm just going to be a 20 year old who can only like swim and bike. Like, I'm just going to have to resort to that because it's low impact and my knees can't handle anything more. But like I had started even in college, like seeing what CrossFit was. And I was like, I feel like I'd be really good at that. (laughs) I was like, I'm super competitive and it's like strength stuff and endurance and cardio capability. And I was like, I have all that from soccer. So except the upper body. But, um, so just like seeing it and just like watching other athletes, it was something like throughout college, I was like, all right, once like college is done, like I do want to try CrossFit. But when that time came, I was like, I can't do CrossFit. Like my knees suck. And like, I don't really have like, based on what doctors say, like I should not be like pursuing something like that because my knees can't handle it. And then, so like after that, I started it still because I'm really bad at listening to doctors and I'm stubborn in that instance but ended up trying it and like just being really smart because I think like the from past injuries I know how to like I know what my body is like the limits are so just like being aware of that and being aware of just like the I don't know the competitive aspect the like athlete side of me like knew how to like translate that into CrossFit and so I don't know getting to compete and learn in that I guess has been my current journey right now that I'm still learning how to navigate I think one thing that even as you were saying it and like I know part of your story like one thing that you didn't mention is like you have stage four arthritis in your knees and like there's also which I didn't know like it's not out of 10 like it's out of four so like 
She has the worst arthritis that she could have. And I think this is something that I see a lot with people in business as well, is you have a goal. Obviously, your goal is to like be active. Your goal is to be competitive. You know, Your current goal is to go as far as you can with CrossFit, yet you've had all of these blocks in your way of like three literal surgeries, like doctors, different people who are telling you when you can't do it, um, which, I mean, like, still listen to your doctors, but at the same time, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. people who are telling you that you, you can't, yet you just qualified for the intermediate division of Wadapalooza in, like, 60 days because of your performance in a CrossFit competition, like, qualifying competition. And so what I see a lot with business is, like, you have this goal, yet there's all of these obstacles, whether physical or mental, that get in your way. What are some of the ways that you are able to push through those mental blocks and, like, obstacles that you talk about? Yeah, I was actually going to say, I was like, I feel like mentally is, like, the bigger block even than physically. Mm -hmm. It's because, like, even when you see doctors, a lot of times, like, or at least orthopedic, they're just looking at your, like, physical body and, like, this is your limits. But really, it's, like, kind of what your mental capability is. And, um... It's definitely, like, not something that it's, like, oh, I'm, like, a master of my mental capacity and I can, like, push through anything because it's it's honestly a daily struggle of when you, like, are training for CrossFit, it's, like, you want to train your weaknesses all the time. So you're, every day you're focusing on things that you're not good at. And so I walk into the gym knowing that, like, this is a new day for me to get better and I get this opportunity to step in the gym. Like I could be injured, I could be, you know, on the couch, or I could be on swimming and doing bike workouts. But like, I get to have this chance to like step in the gym and like improve myself. And so like that's always like the mindset I go in is just being like thankful for that opportunity. But then like obviously when things start not going the way I think of it, or I like I always think I need to be like perfect. And when that doesn't always happen, I like honestly the biggest reminder like to kind of switch my mindset has been like the people around me like there's always like people in the gym that are like hey like my coach he's always like you're not meant to be perfect every day like this is the point why we're getting improving and getting better and kind of helps me switch my mindset there and then I don't know I guess just learning to like talk to yourself and like being in those like situations that are really hard and like learning from them so like one day if something like I'm doing a workout that has like a bunch of handstand push-ups I am not great at those and maybe one workout I'm just like down on myself I'm like you can't do this you're not good at it like you're not strong enough why are you even in the gym anyway like you're not like you haven't improved the past three weeks like why do you keep doing this to yourself and so like one day I will I'll say those stuff to my say that to myself and then I'll go back home and, like, you know, sulk and be sad. And then it's you wake up the next day and you're like, really? Is this going to – am I ever going to prove if this is how I'm thinking? So then the, the next time when I'm doing that, you learn, okay, let's change this up a bit. I'm not going to think about all the stuff that I'm doing bad. Start looking at it as ways to, like, improve it. Like, last week I was only able to do one handstand push-up, but today I did two. Like, and just looking at those, like, little – like accomplishments to help like you build on because that's how you like progress going forward yeah and I think like the way that you talk to yourself is huge because have you heard the illustration before where it's like if you put your thumb and your finger in your is this your pointer finger yeah, yeah. your thumb and your pointer finger together 
And if you were saying to yourself, whether out loud or in your head, like, I can't do it, like, I'm weak, like, basically negative things to yourself, and somebody else, like, tries to separate your fingers, they'll be able to really easily. But if you try and do the same thing, the same person, everything else is the same, yet you are, like, declaring, like, positive affirmations of yourself, you're saying you can, all of that, then they won't actually be able to, like, remove, like, your fingers apart. Hmm. Have you heard of that before? No, I haven't. It's a cool illustration, and I yeah. encourage y'all to, like, try it out as well, because I saw this done with, like, an NFL linebacker. I don't know. Some big guy from the NFL. Yeah. And this tiny woman was actually, like, trying to move apart his fingers, and it was true. And that's what we saw on it. And it just goes back to the fact of, like, it's what you say to yourself. Because at the end of the day, like, your coach isn't always going to be there. Your coach mm-hmm. doesn't always, like train with you but he gives you the steps that you need to take in order for you to be successful right I think the other thing that you brought up that is so key is the fact that you go into the gym to work on your failures or like not your failures but the things that you're not good at your weaknesses thank you um and like of course you're going to continually refine the things that you're good at Mm -hmm. but your weaknesses are what needs improvement so how do you like go into it with a place of like, you know, you're going to the gym every single day to obviously work on your weaknesses. Like is the, what you're talking to yourself and what you're saying, is that like the main way that you keep working on your weaknesses, even when it's like frustrating and hard, or is there something else that you do? That's probably the biggest thing. Like I know that if I want to get better at it, I can't just ignore it. Yeah. And if I just put it on the back burner, it's not going to get any better. And it's honestly, you just need to have like the mindset like if you want to grow like that's where you have to kind of be focused at because if you want to just be good at what you're good at like that's that's fine and like you will be but like you won't be a good crossfit athlete or you know if you're pursuing something else if you're not a well-rounded business owner person like you're not going to be able to progress forward and so um yeah it's just like knowing that getting to work on those weaknesses is what's going to make me better and like it's not it doesn't happen right away like sometimes these like weaknesses it's like seven months later and I'm like oh like I I can finally kind of do this like for double unders for me like I've always been bad at like it's like jump roping twice under your feet I have been awful at those but yesterday like and I've been doing crossfit for a year and a half (laughs) so I haven't been able to do get a lot together but like yesterday I got a hundred in a row for the first time so it's like, oh, like, wait, taking a step back, like, yeah, the workout, like, I had another set of 100, and then that one broke up, like, seven different times. But I was able to get one set of 100, which is, like, a significant improvement from the past. So, yeah, I would say, like, just know, like, yeah, it's a vulnerable vulnerable place to be, like, having to, like, work on your weaknesses because you have to, like, show that you need help and you're not perfect and you have stuff to work on, but... It's kind of the only way. You can't avoid it to move forward. Yeah. Um, and you count your wins, too, which is something, like, you count your win of the fact that, like, hey, I had 100 unbroken. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not focusing on the, oh, but the second yeah, set. The next set. It was yeah, it was great, but. But you did it, which means that you can do it again, mm-hmm. which is super cool. So, one of the things, and I think that part of the reason why I admire this so much about you is because, and like I brought up at the beginning, like you're very diligent, like you have your schedule, you stick to it is because it's something that doesn't come naturally to us. 
or to me, sorry. Mm -hmm. And it does come more natural to you. I know it still takes some work, but um, can you talk a little bit about the fact that like you have a routine, you meal prep every week. Like I know that you are um, doing some cutting right now with your food, which basically means that you're like slowly going down in the amount of, is it just calories overall food? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Calories first. Food that you're eating. Um, but then you also ha- like you do personal development, like you have a small group, you are like reading the book dream big by Bob Goff right now. Like you go to church, like how, or like what aspect do like all of the different areas of your life kind of go into you being able to like be the best CrossFit athlete that you can be? Yeah, I guess the biggest thing, like for the, the things that I can control, um, and like kind of create a routine and like and have it around it is just like the easiest way to move forward on a lot of those things so like for meal prepping I always like know like Sundays I'm gonna meal prep so I don't have to worry about cooking throughout the week Mm -hmm. and then um just like being able to track that in my phone and like for a community group like that always happens on Wednesdays so like that's something like I can put in a routine to continue um so yeah if I have something in routine it's pretty easy to follow for me just because I just feel like I thrive in routine um you were kind of hinting at it some like it doesn't mean like all of it's super easy like I know just like one like I guess I don't know if it's like a calling or something that I know it was like there's a purpose behind it is like interacting with people and like bringing people along in the journey And, like, that's something that I always try to put first, and that's not something that comes naturally. Like, naturally, I would rather, you know, put my head down, you know, go to work for eight hours, then go to the gym for two hours, and then come home, eat, maybe watch a show, and go to bed. Like, I could have zero human interaction and probably be okay. Like, maybe if I have, like, a quick high here and there, like, I would be good. But, like, that's no way to, like, live your life and, like, there's no way to impact people and like encourage people if you're just like in your own tunnel vision. So it's something that I always have to like kind of remind myself to like kind of pick my head up in the midst of like routine is like seeing the people that you can help and like kind of bring along the way with you. So whether that be at work, like, you know, having those like human moments where you can interact with someone and not just be like, all right, let's get this work done. Even though I'd much rather just say that let's get this work done. But actually, like, making that connection, because usually you can help someone out. And, like, even in the gym, like, yeah, I might have, like, only a certain amount of time to get, like, my whole, like, programming in. But, like, when if I pause and have that, like, five-minute conversation with, like, a person at the gym, like, that might be something they needed and something that will help push them moving forward. So it's definitely, like, yeah, you want to have the, like the schedule and the routine to like help get you where you want to go in the long run, but, but also being like open to like, Hey, like it's okay if your schedule doesn't go exactly to plan because like, it's probably something more important that comes up. Yeah. That's really cool to hear too, of like bringing people along with you Mm -hmm. and having the awareness that it's not one or the other. It's not a strict routine or, you know, being okay with essentially go with the flow and like, quote-unquote interruptions Mm -hmm. it's both it's the fact that you're not living in a like dome of like just yourself I think like the hamster ball like you're not living in your own hamster ball and like nobody's allowed in like these people are put in your life and in your um path like for a specific reason and you get to be intentional with them Mm -hmm. so 
Um, I also know that you are big on like quotes and sayings and like different things like that. Um, she's also like Harper has incredible handwriting as well. <laughs> And secret artist. <laughs> yeah, literally a secret artist. The first time I saw like her handwriting and her painting, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so, so good. Um, what is like a quote or saying or something that you have read recently that's impacted you? It's actually, I would do the one, it's my background right now um, on my phone. And it's kind of like old Englishy. So I'll like read it and then explain like what I mean by it. But um, it says, like, be pleased with, be pleased which way soever things shall go, for the scales are still in God's hands. And this one has been, like, literally I have it on my background screen because I have to keep reminding myself, like, when things don't go the way that I think it should go, like, it's still the way God wants it to be going. Like, I always, I have this, like, drawing on the background screen of, like, one of those, like, I don't even know what what this is called. Like the old-fashioned scale. Yeah, Yeah. scale where you put, like, money on one side and it, like, balances out. So it's, like, that thing. And I just have, like, this image of, like, God holding it. And, like, in any situation that happens, like, say, like, last, a few weeks ago, like, I tweaked my shoulder. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, now I'm not going to be able to do this competition in a few months. Like, it's the end of the world. Like, literally, that was my first thought. (laughs) But, like, then you take a step back and you're like, no, this is, like, supposed to happen for a reason. Like, no matter what happens, like, it's ultimately in God's hands. And that, um, then that means it's okay. And it's not going to be, like, the end of the world. And so it's been interesting to kind of, like, see that uh, play out in different areas of my life. Like, with, like, getting a different job, just knowing, or, like, being in a place where it's, like, oh, I want to have a, a different job than what I do right now, but knowing, like, where I'm at right now is because, like, this is where God wants me, and just because it's not happening in my timing doesn't mean it's, like, not good, so that's probably one of them. There's, like, probably 700 more I could talk about, but, yeah, that's been a good one. I love that one. I think the timing thing is huge because... I've seen so many times of stories that you've told me of like job promotions mm-hmm. and even with things like your knees, like we didn't really go into depth on it, but the fact that Harper's knees have improved over the past year, year and a half, and she's not walking in pain and they're not, they don't look like balloons every single day. Like it's huge. And the timing of all of it is something that you may have been in the moment and you probably still are things like in the moment where you're like, Hey, your shoulder, she actually just jammed her thumb yesterday. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> also doing CrossFit. And so these different things and you like in the moment, it's like, Oh, this isn't happening fast enough. Like, why is this not here yet? Like I thought that I would be at this promotion or I thought that I would be here. I thought my strength would be here. Like whatever it is in your life. But then like kind of looking like hindsight is 2020, but also like, even in the present moment of having faith that like God is working all things Mm -hmm. out for like the ultimate good Mm -hmm. is something that's huge and such a perspective shift. And I feel like it gives you the ability to just like take a deep breath and chill. Yeah, (laughs) And it's like a good reminder that like kind of to like re like assess like what is good Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of times it's like, Oh, for my good, like, but maybe God has a, a even greater good for you. Like yeah. it might not be like, you might have this picture in your mind, like, Oh, like for CrossFit wise, like, Oh, if I made it to the CrossFit games, like that was what's good for me. And like, God would like, if he 
loved me, like, that's where I would be. But it's, like, he might have something even better than that. And if you think that's amazing, like, think of what else, like, God has in store. So it's almost to, like, taking a step back and be, like, okay, what is God's, like, actual greater plan for me? That's so cool. And, like, he doesn't even have the opportunity to do Like, God doesn't have the opportunity to do that if you're holding so tightly to the original, like, this is my, like, yeah. ultimate goal. <laughs> Like, if you were holding so tightly to, like, I have to go to the CrossFit Games and, like, you had a closed fist around it. And I know that you don't have a closed fist around it. Like, before we got on the podcast, I literally asked Harper, I was like, what is your ultimate goal with CrossFit? And she's like, to see as far as I can go, like, see what happens with it, like, impact the people I can, like, you know, have fun and all of this. And it was just such a cool way to think about it. Like, I feel like you're open handed. Mm-hmm. You're like, if this happens, amazing. If it doesn't happen, it's still going to be amazing. Yeah. And that I feel like is so good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for summarizing that. But I, I got was you. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. Well, um, is there anything else you wanted to like talk about or share of like your journey and where you've been? And you had so many good yeah. nuggets in that, that, yeah. Good. I'm glad there was something. Yeah. Um, I guess like to close it off, like it's not something that like anyone really ever has figured out which is like kind of the cool thing about it is that like we get to have the chance to like keep growing and learning and like yeah you might think like oh like I think I've made it like life's going good like this is good this is good on this end but it's like there's still like always room to grow and learn and it's kind of like you know people always say like enjoy the journey like all that stuff but like really pausing and like looking around at like where you are instead of always being focused on like the next step um I don't know it gives you appreciation to continue moving forward so I guess I it's the last thing (laughs) I love it so good well thank you Harper I appreciate it of course thanks for having me (laughs) (laughs) thanks for also stepping out of your comfort zone and uh sharing on the podcast you had so many good like nuggets and stories and maybe you know i'll convince you to also have a podcast and then you can share more of your nuggets and stories (laughs) this wasn't so bad so (laughs) i love it well i appreciate it um y'all have an amazing rest of your day and i'm gonna put harper's instagram handle um in the show notes so that you can follow her if you would like kind of see her crossfit journey and then see her at wadapalooza in uh january and um if they let me i'll be taking pictures of you for it i don't know if you know you need like a photo pass okay cool 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 we'll see yeah we'll find out we'll see unless i'm like told no i'm gonna do it until (laughs) i get in trouble is basically what's gonna happen so anyways but yeah i appreciate it and uh y'all have an amazing rest of your day and enjoy Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people? I have a dream of working with 100 million women and helping them to share their dream of the world, and I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co and I'll send you a free gift. 
It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.